Yes, hello and welcome to uh, Bridgerton. No, Popcorn Saga. Sorry, sorry, wrong show, man. Um, season three, episode five, Kissed by Fire, the one with the cave and the Jon Snow. Is that right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, buddy. So joining <laughs> me are two, uh, two Lannister children, James and Tiff. How's it going? Yeah, good, thank All you. Good, yeah. Is that also the right episode? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where Tomlin Light is obviously going to come back from the dead. Yeah, he's going to come back, yeah. yeah. She's gone for a bit. She's gone to finish his studies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Hound is judged by the gods. Jamie is judged by men. John proves himself. Rob is betrayed. And Tyrion learns the cost of weddings. <laughs> um. Well, we're going to start beyond the war, apparently. To be fair, what better place to start? Yeah. Um, John is with a group of twenty wildlings under the kind of the man torment. Mm. Yeah, and they're and they're going to go climb the wall. Yeah, is that the plan? That's what they're talking about. Why are they? Why are yeah, they going to climb they... the wall? Because they're asking him. Oh, this is it. John shows a bit of gumption, doesn't he, when talking to the pirate from Pirates of the Caribbean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that what happens if I kill your bird or kill oh, you? Great. Does your bird? Yeah. Does your bird just... Yeah, John actually was a bit hard. Like, yeah. John's getting better and better. He is good. Yeah, he's yeah. coming out a bit now. He's growing some balls and just, like... Well, he's used them. Yeah. Like... Well, no, not yet. Sorry. And then they're, na- they're naming all the, uh, all the castles that run man, basically. Eastwatch by the sea. And oh, Eastwatch yeah, is, did... is yeah. the name of a very good episode later on. ha, <laughs> ha. Isn't but the bit then, where he um, says we've got a thousand men as well? And they're like, you're lying. And yeah. like, no, no, they're telling men. the truth. No, they're actually... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're actually... Well, is this... Although, didn't they, like, haven't most of them been killed by the walkers? Or, like, lost 200? Well, well, yeah, yeah. Last, I just confused last time, me that bit. Last time John checked, there was a thousand men, maybe, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Tormund tells John that he likes him, but if you're lying, I'll rip your guts out through your throat. Cheers, Tormund. Brilliant. Yeah, that's good. Oh, he's so good. He just doesn't yeah. even like there's one line and he just smashes it. He's just it's, ma- it's mad. Like the first and second time round, like I didn't start really enjoying Tormund to like season six or seven. Yeah. Same, so, yeah. And that, and now I'm like, oh my god, we're gonna get like so much of him. He's brilliant. Yeah, he's awesome. And then Igret like basically just makes him chase her into a cave because she steals long claw. He's like, give me it back. Yeah. yeah, and then, my, but my question was, why aren't they all in there? Because it looks warm. Because there's like steam coming off. Enclosed and shit. and shit. Yeah. I was like, why are they all outside they're, when they could like be? They're, well, well, yeah, they're, they're hard. Yeah, they're used to it. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, then she's basically tries to lure him into bed in the hot sp- into bed. Well, she wants him to shag her, gets all naked. Yeah. And yeah. John is very hesitant to break his vows because he is but a maid. He's a virgin. Yeah. But he immediately mm-hmm. knows how to eat pussy. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know nothing, John. Snut! And his stop midword as John, John starts. I just wanted to kiss you there, that's all. <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah. much. Pretty, like, pretty impressive for a virgin who's never, you know what I mean? Like, okay. That, that thing you did with your mouth. <laughs> Is that what lords <laughs> do to the ladies in the south? <laughs> Um, yeah, and then she starts talking about her ex-boyfriend, and John's like, "Yeah, I've heard enough." 
And then yeah, because I think she starts. I think she gets like the third one, <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, okay." Yeah. <laughs> built like built, built like a mammoth. Um, and then a cool moment actually is where I feel like this is John's subconscious happy place from here on out. Mm. She just says she wants to stay in this cave forever and not leave to face the winter wars and monsters outside. And I think in that moment, maybe the only time. Well, apart from maybe when he shags his auntie, like John's got true happiness. Yeah, yeah, definitely seems like and he's like, starting to he's like at least thinking about it, isn't he? Contemplating the idea. Yeah, he, even though he's sort of you know he's a spy, whatever, mm. but he's he's found himself amongst the wildlings with that bit of freedom. He seems to be thriving on it quite well, literally. Yeah, enjoying it a little bit. I think he's and never had they're that. They're falling for each other, isn't it? I think mm. that's the start of it, where they're like. Starting to catch the feels, you know. Yeah, and then so yeah, now we move on to sleep. So that's it for John in this episode. But it, or was it's not, or is it? No, it's not. I'm confused because we watched two episodes. That is it. <laughs> that, that's it for now. They're on their way to climb the wall in the next episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, slavers, with Danny and the unsullied army having just sacked Astapor, they head north to the great slaver city of Yunkai. And then Jorah and Mormon are just like having like old man bants in the pub, yeah. aren't they? Really? Is this the bit where we're on the horses? Yeah, 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 yeah. And they're like talking, yeah, yeah. But I swear Jorah like puts him down a bit. I they both put each other down. down a bit. They both kind of just like, I'm not sure what your motives are. I think Jorah... well, they both make good points, really. Well, yeah, Jorah yeah. did like the like, I, I really yeah. like what's the other guy's name? Barristan Selmy. So yeah, so Barristan Selmy's like, like I kind of feel like he's alluding to the whole thing. You're in love with her as well. I think it's probably like the first like open bit that we've had where somebody's like, okay, you're you're a bit you've got questionable. Like but it starts with Jorah's basically fishing to find out if he knows he's a traitor. Exactly. Yeah, because he knows yeah, what's going on. Yeah, saying. with the whole like, uh, it's been a while since I've spoken to anybody from. Uh, yeah. And, all that. yeah, and the bit where he asks if he's on the small council, and yeah, which yeah. is really yeah. cool on a rewatch because obviously the first time you watch it, you don't know, like you don't, don't yeah. you don't, if yeah. you're paying attention. But yeah, Jorah, it's really cool. Draw shit himself basically. So then when he finds out he has no idea, he gets a bit more confident. Yeah, he gets a bit brash. Mm. You, rela- you make- see him actually relax a little bit. Which was- yeah, and he's making the point sort of I was thinking as well is that Selmy's just sort of turned up and he's all like, yeah, I'm part of the crew. And then Jorah's mm. like, well, you've only been here five minutes, mate. Yeah, only stripes, pal. Yeah, exactly. And then, like, when he just closes it, like, I don't take orders from you, I take orders from yeah. the queen. So like, there is, yeah. That's funny, man. That's yeah. good. Yes, yeah, so I didn't have uh, subtitles on when she was addressing the Unsullied and stuff. It's basically she wants to call out the leader. Is that is that kind of it? Uh, who they've chosen to speak for them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, and then she um, gives them. Like, yeah, go on. Yeah, she says that. It, uh, that have it, you know, you can choose your own name, um, because obviously they she meets Grey Worm, and then she asks, "Is it what's her name?" The translator, Miss Sunday. Miss Sunday, yeah. She says, "Oh, you know, why do they have names?" And she's like, "Oh, they're all you know named after vermin." So she tells them they can pick their own names. Then Grey Worm's oh, like, "I'll yeah. keep Grey Worm, thanks. I'm all right." Yeah, because like that. Because that's the name he had when he was set free, but then there is Storborn House Targaryen. Yeah. Yes, that's it. I didn't know it was a um, It was cool to see Grey Worm, but oh my God, does he get musclier and look older as we go on? Because he looks like a boy. Yeah, he's he so does. I thought yeah. that. 
Um, I, I don't think he. I think yeah, I think he is a little bit bigger. I think he feels out. Um, and maybe they. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They maybe put some makeup on him to make him look older, but he's just like one of those kind of men in it, like baby face. I think. Uh, yeah, because Grey Worm's one character that maintains being a double-eyed bastard. Definitely. We never get, yeah. We, we never get Grey Worm versus Jon Snow, do we? Wish we had. No, we, we don't. Which would have been an awesome. Yeah. That yeah. Awesome Grey Worm pissed I, me I, off at the end, didn't I? He's all, he's really yeah. Grey Worm. I'm not interested in Grey Worm at all. He annoys me. Oh. Like he was really bad. Like he was part of one of the worst parts of season eight, wasn't he? With the whole ah, oh, it, it, wasn't he like trying to get justice for that? He killed the queen and all that, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, he he does sort of let it go easily, but we'll get there. That's, yeah. You know, we'll, we'll get there. Maybe. Yeah. But, <laughs> I wasn't happy. But yeah, no, I uh, yeah, I, he's not my favourite character. He never was the first time. I don't think mm. he will be this time. But it was cool to see him again. Yeah. So then, basically, that is it for Danny in this episode. And in the Riverlands at River Run, uh, Martin and Willem Lannister, one of which is actually Tomlin, but he isn't tell he isn't telling anyone. Nope. <laughs> Not in real life, but I'm, yeah, you know. <laughs> then then Carstock bursting, bursting, and the two little boys get killed, dagger to the belly. Did they, did they kill the one? I thought they pulled the other one out. Or, I didn't see him. No, they, no, they killed both. both. Oh, okay. Both are dead. Almost. Both, both the bodies are laid before Rob, aren't they? Oh, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. King in the North, Rob Stark. <laughs> and then uh, Carstock is punched in the when he's brought to rob that who's the, is it tully that punches him in the head uh, no that's edme sorry i think it's edme yeah, yeah. Uh, brandon tully punches Carstark. yeah like but i, I felt that punch because he's a big guy yeah he is a big guy he is basically just he's teasing rob saying this is basic i know we've sort of noticed little things of it's the rules are starting to fall off for rob <laughs> but it's really fucking unraveling now yeah rob yeah rob it's Rob can't handle it. Like he's losing control. Um, yeah, he's basically T saying you won't kill me, basically. Yeah, and, and he gets everyone else, and he hangs them, and then he, uh, well, long story short, he goes and cuts Lord Carstock's head off. Yeah, big mistake. Like he's just, yeah, he is totally unraveling. Like, why yeah. do that? Yeah, and it was basically it's he like loses a, like half his army because of it. <laughs> Yeah, it's probably uh, just got the itch for battle. I think like he's been, he's won X amount of, and we haven't seen a single one of them. But he's won no. like four battles or five battles at this point, hasn't he? And it's been so long since anything interesting is happening, and I think that's why he's gone a bit crazy. I'm going to be honest. Yeah, because uh, at the start of season two, we get a lot of Rob, don't we? Yeah. It was really cool. Awesome. Yeah, and he was blossoming in season two. He was becoming a leader and, and the kind of guy that you'd want to to follow. Well, he's been he's been distracted by Talisa, and basically exactly. they. They actually, she gives him good counsel. They all do that. Like the car starts with leave, leave. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. but he but he's also torn before he has shown mercy. He can't do it again. Yeah, because he still so, has to be the king, doesn't he? He's his word still has yeah. to be the law. And it goes back to the Ned stuff of the man who passes a sentence mm-hmm. carries out and all that stuff. So he he beheads him, but yeah, and cuts his fucking head off. And then. Rob's strict adherence to justice makes things turn out as badly as they would because the cast up withdraw their soldiers and army and march home. Half his forces are gone, isn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. Rob. And he admits to Talisa that she was right and he made a mistake. And Tywin, who's in the background, who we haven't seen or spoke about in this episode yet, 
he's just in a stronger position because mm-hmm. he doesn't have to do anything. Just wait. And he's letting <laughs> Robert unravel and it's fucking working. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because he said it before, hasn't he, Tywin, that he's just a boy. And, and, and he, I mean, he, in comparison to Tywin, he is. He's just a boy and he's unraveling yeah, and he'll fuck himself up and he is fucking himself up. So, you yeah. Know. And then Rob shows to Lisa a war map and Rob's army's contract at Riverrun and Harrenhal. And basically, this is, he suggests that he tries to take the fight to the Lannisters. And this is when Rob gets the idea that they should go to Casterly Rock mm-hmm. and take Casterly Rock. But then mm-hmm. the killer blow, which gets me scared to what we're coming up to in a few episodes, he has to go see Ward Frey, who he promised to marry one of his daughters. Yeah. Oh, dear. So I forgot this was actually, it was actually cool to see the reason why Rob actually goes there is because he needs more men to go take Casterly Rock. Yeah, but it's also cool because that's exactly what Tywin wants. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Without him even knowing it, but how stupid is like? But... You know, he's betrayed him. He's he just thinks he's just going to be all right, and now he wants like his men to fight with him. It's like, come on! Yeah, no, but that's what we get as well. Like that's the half story that, that I mentioned in the previous episode as well. Everyone's running off of half of a story in this. Aren't they? They don't know what the other side is doing, or they're not taking enough time to actually try and work it out. Other than Tywin, who's actually playing the game and he's worrying about what mm. everybody's doing, he's playing long game, so he's mm-hmm. playing with the full story, whereas everybody else is playing with a half story and doesn't quite know what they're up against, really. Yeah, experience yeah. is yeah. coming through, and also watching this the first time around, you don't really obviously you don't know that it's Tywin pulling the strings. Mm-hmm. That but to watch it again is actually cool to see how Tywin's winning this war. Yeah, how puppet mastery is over all of this. But but also to the, probably the only good thing Catelyn Stark has done. I didn't expect her to be so shit to be honest. But she told Rob, "You do not break your word to all fray. You don't do it." No. Mm-hmm. And Rob's just kind of like, "Yeah, it'll be fine. We'll go yeah. see him." Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, like it's. So, oh. so, so Rob's little plan, he's just, without realising, just signed his own death warrant. Maybe, or ha- has he? Who knows? <laughs> um, <laughs> so then Jamie Lannis, is this when Jamie and Brienne are in a bath? Uh, no, 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 well, no, no, no. He has to go, yeah. it takes him to Kyburn. Yes. Yeah, he's not even a maester. Not anymore. It's actually, well, co- it's actually cool to see. I, I completely forgot entirely about Kyburn, how he came into it. Yes, same here. Yeah. And it's cool to see. I know we don't get loads of Kai. Obviously, dragged around the country in various states of being a prisoner, and uh, yeah, yeah, he's he's not had the chance to go and fight. That's why he was the whole I'm rusty with Brienne, and that is like, oh, if I wasn't, if I was in with Prime, I would have took you, and all this as well. He's yeah, he's been through some really bad stuff, and I don't think he's past the point of caring about a bit of pain. Mm. Yeah, and then so 
he removes some of the flesh and pours some hot wine in it to basically cure his hand or the stump. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then for me, the absolute best bit of the episode that will never ever get old i can watch it over and over is he's retelling of the story of why he killed the mad king yeah oh, and this yeah. is the first that one was... as well we get a couple more throughout the series as well because he kills people, doesn't he? Yeah. He tells it. every time but... he does it it does it, it's just he's hence, it again hence making jamie lannister the real hero of robert's rebellion yeah like, if that mm-hmm. was ever a series and that was the end jamie would be the uh, the protagonist of yeah. all protagonists. Well, yeah, like we said, yeah. well, me and Tiff kept mentioning it as well, is that we just wish we could see the stuff before this because it just sounds so interesting. Like, and then uh, I reminded him of House of the Dragon and yeah, we were yeah. so excited. And hopefully that's going to be good it, because if it's not, I'm just yeah. quitting everything. Oh, really. That's, that's going to be about Aegon's conquest, which mm-hmm. is thousands of years before this, yeah. so... Are they going to do an animated thing? I think I saw on the internet yesterday or today. They're going to there's do an one that came. There's one that came with season seven that's really good, which we should probably review. It's about Aegon's conquest, which is awesome. Okay. Wait. Um. But yeah, just you need to watch, or if you're listening, Jamie, or if you have just watched Jamie, the way Jamie tells that story, and it just. Makes you see these characters. Well, we've said it before, like with Ned, like no one's a good guy, no one's a bad guy, everyone's flawed. Like noble Ned Stark was too stubborn to listen to Jamie's story. Mm-hmm. Jamie mm-hmm. saved thousands of people, and also when he talks about the wildfire under the Red Keep, under the cities, um, mm. obviously didn't get used, but does in season six. Because well, we'll get there when we get there. But Cersei uses that, and it and it's cool to actually remember that obviously that was there left there by Aegon and was never used. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because part, and... part of that also, well, probably the best season finale is season six when Cersei uses the wildfire. But it relates back to this, and that's what makes this story so good. It's little things, little details like that about mm-hmm. Aegon leaving that all under the city comes to fruition yeah. in a different story. Mm. And just the way he says, that. like, burn them all. Yeah, just the, the burn them all thing, like, with yeah, the wildfire he... as well. Like, just, it just all resonates. Just like, oh, the way he tells it. But yeah, you actually well, it's... fear. Um, it's the way he tells the, the story. Yeah, he, he paints the picture, doesn't he? And mm, that's what... 100%. Especially this season three, what, five episodes in now. It's it, just a reminder of how good this story is. And. It's just it's just good stuff, man. Attention to detail. But then Jamie like has that like, some sort of weird flit fit. And after all that, she's like, Help, help, the Kingslayer <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, My name's Jamie. Do you not just listen to my awesome story? <laughs> exactly. Like, come on. But it was also cementing like these two stories just brilliant. Like a sea child naked, like looking at his willy and stuff. Yeah, and when she stands up and he just like looks her up and down, like I just I love them too. I could watch oh, they need a series. I've never seen right. anyone but awesome. my sister naked. What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So yeah, Jamie, awesome. Right, and the hideout for the brother with that banners, which is actually where the episode starts. And and oh, we ain't got to go into this, but what a fucking fight this was. Yeah, it was good. I oh, liked yeah. it. Yeah. Flaming Ooh. shields and yeah. stuff, and it was very, very Marvel-esque. Yeah, definitely. And they say the pr- the prayers before and after, but well, 
the way the hound kills him i know it's a pretty obvious but i've never put too much thought into battles and stuff mm. when people dying at the hand of a sword but that's like in the battlefield in the 1500s or whenever this shit would have happened in real life like he just slices him down the shoulder yeah yeah it's cut, fucking cutting brutal. through bone and rib and inside the hound is also much stronger than most men would be as well so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's why he can do that specifically there's not many him in the mountain him and uh, uh torment uh, the only man this is the same reason that uh, in the next episode you'll see the only reason that torment could stop three people falling off of a cliff yeah <laughs> but yeah no it's just just the brutality of it and yeah. then obviously it's to show that he can be brought back by the Lord of Light mm -hmm. to show that the gods do have some sort of say in his story, maybe. Maybe, not really. But but then I was like, how does he like heal back together? Because he just got split in half. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's very selective with what it wants to use, isn't it? Like, if yeah. you can bring him back, why? surely he'd stay, like, surely you'd then have to heal him afterwards separately. You wouldn't just be able to bring him back to life and him be... He'd have half his fucking arm falling off. If you yeah, because even when... Life, later, later on when he's talking to Aya and showing all these awesome scars, and I, but I also thought, you're really shit at being alive if you died so much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all all this is really time. hated by a lot of people. But he started to heal really quickly. You just see a big scar yeah. on his shoulder. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, it is selective and stuff. But yeah, cool. And then obviously we get... Aya gets the hump that the hound doesn't die. And she tries to knife him in the neck, and yeah. he's like, "Your God preferred me to the butcher's boy, girl, or something." So like just one, yeah, her something up. like yeah. that. <laughs> and then Gendry, uh, that's the um, the sort of takeaway line, which is obviously another callback or call forward to season eight when he's like, "You'd be my lady." Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. I could, yeah. I could be your family. So like, you wouldn't be my. And family. then I. And yeah, about... then he says Uber Malazi, and then I looked at James and I was like, "Yeah, you, you or something, you're gonna be his lady or something." And I, well, no, I was more like, "She's like twelve, bro. What are you doing?" <laughs> yeah, 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 I still was a bit like that as well. Well, it's, he it's, didn't it... mean it in that way. He meant like, like no, I know. Cute, uh, yeah, you know? we, we did that. No, I know, no, no. We, I did know, that. I know. we did that. I, I'm just being a knob. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then Aya and Beric. A chat in and he talks about how being dead carries every toll it chips away at him and stuff Less of him comes but, back, yeah. but she's like can you bring back a man without a head like, well, so it doesn't yeah. work that way. Like, well, he, he just he, he just got slight he just got like a third of him sliced off but he's fine i've got so much like for aria and all of this but uh, yeah. like, after all you've done in the last three seasons to build like and now you're still trying to build her as she's going to be a badass you do is it that line just made us seem like so, like I don't know if it was meant to make you remember that she was a child and she's still young and all that kind of thing. It was a bit too much. But she's it? still pissed pissed about her dad. Well, she misses her yeah. dad. She's know? still I mean, grieving. I yeah, I understand that. Yeah, I, I, but when, I know what you mean. It's like I kind of like didn't need reminding. I remembered, but yeah, yeah. I can I can see why they did it. But I know what you mean. I didn't really need to. Yeah. <laughs> right, Dragonstone. I just want to glaze over this quickly. I couldn't give a shit Go about for it. this. Go for it. <laughs> well, Stannis, yeah. Stannis turns up to see his wife. Have, has his wife been acknowledged at all? She was. She was yeah. there the first time we saw Stannis, wasn't she? She's been mentioned yeah. as well, but she, she's just yeah. fucking nuts. She's just uh, actually yeah, fucking she, crazy. Yeah, she's got. Oh yeah, actually, yeah, she had fucking she's got boys. The fucking in, 
kids in jars. Yeah, because they were stillborn or whatever. They look like pretty. Oh yeah, they're pretty formed. Like they probably she probably carried them away. No, no, no. I mean, like they were stillbirths, weren't they? That's yeah. They were stillbirths and they weren't born. Yeah, but it was just so odd in this like setting. To all of us, yeah, it was very sci-fi, like Alien Resurrection or something. I don't know yeah, if it, it was, quite yeah. worked. It was, it was, it was very odd, and I don't think you could have been really you could have preserved them in, in that kind of way. It's weird. Yeah, because that's what I was looking at the jars. Like, what are yeah. they made of? That's disgusting. Well, well, see, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, Actually, yeah, so it, it worked quite as shit as you thought. So yeah, we established that his wife's fucking nuts, and she's yeah. like, I don't care that you fancy the red woman. I'm fine. I've got my babies in my jars. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. Mm. Is it been? Has it been acknowledged that Stannis had a daughter before this as well? I feel like we were... No, I've either, this is uh, the first uh, no. Yeah, it, it felt like I'd either missed something or you just meant to, like, ego, Stannis has a daughter. Shock thing, yeah. Yeah, it is, yeah. But, but it, we haven't yeah. seen her before. But, but and uh, it just made me sad because I know we all know what happens to Shireen. I was like, she's I know, cool. yeah. Exactly, yeah. She no, I looked at James and I was like, I can't watch this. <laughs> Yeah, because that's she's just so sweet, that, and she well, wants yeah, to teach Davos how to read. And that's one of two moments. I remember first time round watching Thrones, and obviously when we get there, we talk about it. When I just it it I was like, that's not necessary. I know it's in the story, but it didn't do the. Sh- it wasn't the shock value that I wanted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that 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 and Ramsay and Sansa. Um, oh, yeah, that was a bit wrong. But no, the, the worst thing in Game of Thrones to watch is that moment. It's. For anybody, yeah. I want to say, whether you like HCVD or not, that was horrible. So that, no, it's not nice. I don't get very emotional with things, but even I didn't agree with that in any way. Yeah. And even, but one, yeah. I suppose one cool thing about the, this whole the Stannis story is the Shireen and Davos relationship. Yeah, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Teaching him to read, and Davos pretty much carries that right. Through to the end because yeah. he for it. Yeah, and he's still going. If I remember rightly, he's still trying to save her and stuff right until the end. Mm. Yeah. Queen, uh, Queen's Landing, King's Landing. It will be um, Queen's Landing soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cersei Lannister and Peter Littlefinger Bailey. I can't do his voice, but he's so Littlefinger. It's brilliant. He's got this mm-hmm. is like peak voice. Yeah, definitely. And Basically, he wants her to spy on the Tyrells. Yeah. And she thinks she's being all clever and she finds out about the plot. Basically, this boy chats up Loris, bums him a bit, and then, yeah, t- takes the the information back. Uh, Tyrion meets with Lady Olena, who's just fucking brilliant every time she's on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She don't give a fuck, and she's like, "Well, she agrees to pay for half of the wedding." Yeah, quite a concession on our part, don't you think? I just love how smart she is. She's just so smart, takes no shit. She's been around the block. She's been there, done that. Like she just owns it. This and then when Tyrion goes to the small council room to see Tywin and Cersei, Cersei's fucking eating smug shit face is brilliant. The way Mm -hmm. she just. Grinning. My children, like your shame. Points out 
you're still fertile and you need to marry and breed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he just doesn't give a fuck. So that, so that is this? Yeah, and Stannis is basically, and he's. He, we need to stop these disgusting rumours about her. He just would refuse to believe that. Like, he'd be one of them. Nope, nope. Even if it was in his face, he'd never admit that. Yeah. Yeah. And then My she's children like, would never do she, that. Blah, blah, blah. She's like, literally like, don't do that to me again. She doesn't want a loveless marriage. And Tywin refuses to listen and storms out. And he's yep. like, you two have disgraced the Lannister name for far too long. Mm-hmm. Like, Mike, drop. And yeah, that's it. Tywin wins. Finish him. Um. Okay. Was there porn in this episode in a cave and um, elsewhere or not? And Hodor. Um, well, I mean, we, we haven't seen Hodor yeah, for ages, bro. No, we haven't. We do see him in the next one briefly. Yeah. But um, yeah. yeah no, not really. I mean, yeah. You see, Yig- why can I never say her name? Egret. Egret. Yeah. How can you not? Egret. Egret. No. I don't know. It's just one it's of those. Letter E. Egret. Egret. I thought it was Egret. Oh, fuck. Egret, no. Egret. Yeah. That, Rose that, Leslie um, is her real name. If you want to use it, use Rose Rose Leslie, yeah. Rose Leslie. Uh, yeah, she gets naked. With your mouth. Yeah. Yeah, cute butt, nice boobs. And he's like, I just wanted to kiss you there. What do you mention? I, I, I still want to throw that there might be a butt double in there just for the whole nice butt thing. They do oh, well, for her. Yeah, yeah, well, she got her tits out. So why not get your butt out? Because she, it was like the camera was face on when she got. Women are self conscious. You're a lady. You remember this, right? She might have a saggy butt. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, she might. True, maybe. Or a a long while. Yeah, so. It might be a crack in, uh, you know, a crack in yeah. the back. I mean, not everyone's got a bum like Jon Snow as well. No, look at Crit Harrington. So. Yeah, that's true. He's just yeah. got junk in a trunk. So. Yeah, so that was they got a close up of that when he's like yeah. starting to cut the flesh and that. That was disgusting. That was fun. Um, and the beheading of Carstock. Oh, oh yeah, like, that was pretty gruesome yeah. as well. Saw the head hit, yeah, hit, hit the death. You're yeah, no nice king work. of mine. And or porn gore and hold I think that's fucking written out, It was a good episode. I actually, like, overall, anyway, enjoyed the episode. So, yeah, yeah, I don't think there's anything to call out. I mean, I really liked Jamie in this episode. I, I, I definitely On that note, then, let's, let's move on to Puck on Red Hands and MVPs and start with you, Jamie. Yeah, I'll go first, yeah. So, I've given away my MVP already. I'm sorry. Yeah, so but, Yeah, Jamie. Bye-bye. You're brilliant. Man. You're so good. Like, the, the way that he... Ran. <laughs> no, mine's that um, pirates guys, um, uh, crow. They, My uh... mom was Catelyn. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Catelyn Stark. Catelyn Stark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, James. The way he tells that story of like every, like I say, like we get it like two or three times. We got it once already with um, with Rob, uh, Rob, Robert. Sorry. Um, 
and we got it here again and i believe we get it again later on when he says it to somebody else i'm not sure who but i'm looking forward to that one again the the, the way that he tells that story it's, it's chilling the, this one especially more than anything else it's so good with the, the delivery of it the, the the content as well yeah just brilliant full of mvp uh sevens are good isn't it yeah, yeah, sounds yeah. good. So yeah, we'll, we'll stick with a seven this week. It's keeping an average at the moment, which is quite good. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It was really nice to do it. So you've got to see the Jamie, the Brienne relationship starting off. You've got to see a little bit with the Brothers Without Banners as well. Like, always quite love a bit of Thoros. Yeah, and no complaints from me. So yeah, my MVP is exactly the same as James. It's it's Jamie. How can it not be? Like, he's His tale of why he killed the Mad King, like I said before, makes him the protagonist of that story, a story I really want to see young Robert, young Ned, all that. It's just sounds absolutely awesome. It's Jamie without doubt. The man is completely broken, literally lost his sword hand and he's like in a bath. Fuck. And thinks, yeah, fuck it. This is what really happened. And I like your tits, Brianne. <laughs> uh, yeah. Seven. It's good. It's, it's got me again. Like it's got depth and I watched two back to back and I haven't felt that since. At all, really, since we started it. I mean, season one, it was exciting to get back into it. And mm. season two was more like, okay, this could be a slog. I mean, I've gone mm. with my emotions here. But no, three's definitely got me hyped. Seven popcorns. Jamie Lannister. Tiff. Sweet. Um, my MVP <laughs> is the same as you guys. It's Jamie, because how could it not be? He's just the man. Um, the way He's the man. He, the way he takes like the pain of like his hand and his flesh being cut off and all that. It's oh just god, amazing! And the story about Mad King, yeah, all of it. He's just awesome. So I love, I love Jamie. He's my MVP. And yeah, Seven Popcorns is a good episode. I enjoyed it. Um, I am getting more into it now. Season three has really like kicked off my love for it again. And yeah, I'm awesome. It. So Seven Popcorns. So it's a seven all round and a Jamie Lannister. Run free, free, free ping, three ping. I was gonna say like a full house, but whatever. Um, <laughs> so the next episode is uh, is sponsored by Miley Cyrus. <laughs> it's the climb. It's the climb. There you go. That's all I wanted. Anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the climb is the sixth episode, which came out in May 2013, and Tywin. Plan strategic unions for the Lannisters, which we just went through. Um, Melisandre turns up at the Riverlands for some sexy time that she wants with someone. Um, Rob weighs a compromise to rep- repair his alliance with House Frey. It's not going to work, mate. Roose Bolton decides what to do with Jamie. And John and Igrit and the Wildlings face a daunting climb. <laughs> what a voice. What a voice. <laughs> Anyway, I've got to go and plan Tyrion's wedding to Sansa. Because we forgot to mention that that was Tywin's plan, that Tyrion's going to mention marry Sansa. Um, But yeah, awesome. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thanks. I'm off to go and jump in that cave. I'm going to go and fight Bronn and Sansa. Oh, sweet. Yeah, well. Ha, 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 ha.
Texas.